I get asked a lot of questions about what it's like to go to a sex party, and in particular, the one I run, called Curiosity. Curiosity runs once a month in Melbourne, Australia, and it's unusual in that it's about community and self-development, at least as much as it's about sex. I'll talk a little more about the details of it at the end of the show. So to answer your questions, I interviewed four regular Curiosity participants about their experiences, and they offer you a very candid and honest perspective into the little world of sex and self-development that they find themselves in. You can refer to me as Mel. I'm happy to go by Bianca. John's okay. Hi, John. (laughs) Roger. (laughs) And also with us is Katia. I began by asking how these folks came to be at Curiosity. I broke up with my boyfriend, so I was living by myself. I saw uh, Curious Creatures advertising, um, and that I went along to, because I was like, well, if I'm new to this, I probably should, I don't know, learn about it, how to do it. Smart. <laughs> Didn't necessarily think it would be focused on the safety. I was just like, how to do? Ha <laughs> um, But uh, it turned out to be a phenomenal day um full of ups and downs uh, well uh, my partner actually uh, first discovered um i think uh, through a friend uh, heard about curiosity and uh, hence we did a bit of uh, online research and and saw what was there and we thought okay well, this actually be really interesting to uh, to give it a try and um uh, my partner is from a large uh, community um offshore which uh, a kind of kink LGBT um, kind of community. So she was quite keen to uh, connect with uh, people that might be you know, like the network that she had. Um, and for me, it was a uh, yeah, a bit of a, a first-time thing. Well, it was through word of mouth. So a friend recommended Curiosity to me. I've never lived anywhere that has had anything like Curiosity before. And so when a friend recommended it, to me based on these years of conversation that we'd had, I jumped at the chance. So what I like is that everyone who attends the parties has um, the same framework around um, consent and communication uh, and safe words and some of those uh, really structural things that I think means that it's a much safer place. Um, I've always been quite curious about sex parties and um, exploring sexuality but the thought of turning up at someone's house with a bunch of people that you don't know uh, and you don't know what the ground rules are or who they are is quite terrifying Um, and I'm someone in my life who's um, experienced sexual assault and so that is uh, a really terrifying thought that you could go somewhere and there's no kind of accountability or shared language. Um, So that emphasis on um, consent and also community uh, is what makes it feel like uh, it's really wonderful. Uh, Thank you for sharing. That's a really touching story. And um, I I am glad that in some ways it feels like it's a spot you can land after previous experiences. That's amazing. Yeah, no, it's, it's been wonderful so far, and I look forward to what the rest of the journey holds. It probably was an idea, I, well, I didn't know that Curiosity in its format existed, but I had had conversations with previous partners about, you know, parties and things like that, and I was always curious about it, um, 
but just didn't think I could walk into a club and enjoy the space. Maybe it was just not being ready because obviously now I'm very comfortable walking into a space. But I've heard a few things about um, like swingers parties that people I know have been to and, um, you know, they can be at people's houses, there can be hierarchies, there can be sort of power struggles. I then asked if curiosity was like or not like what they were expecting. I tried to go in, I tried to do what you guys suggested in the workshop and that was... um, try not to have too many expectations so essentially I thought I'm going to go I'm not going to expect anything and just see what it's like um but the first um the 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 main feeling that I came away with at the end of that night was that I it was a place where I felt really safe and I still feel that I think that's one of the nicest elements of it this is probably a really general comment but as a woman um going I go to bars I go to you know in my past I've gone to clubs go to pubs the amount of just general you know low level to high level aggression harassment whatever you you know um, sexualization all of that is really uncomfortable and there's just none of that Um, I think um, the focus on consent obviously in the workshops and the fact that everybody knows the same formula it literally felt like the safest place I've I've probably ever been and even I was a little bit surprised because I just felt so comfortable and I thought like I wasn't even, it turned out I wasn't nervous about coming to the workshop, I wasn't nervous about going to the party but I thought, I kept thinking okay I'm probably going to get nervous soon and I never really did um, and um, yeah and people just, even though there's nudity and sex and stuff, like if you brush past someone they say oh I'm sorry, mm. like consent is that much of a um, you know critical element of it that People are like, oh, oh, sorry, you know. So it, it's just, I don't know, it's just embedded, I think, in everybody. And it's just the certain type of people that would come as well. You know, you, you can't just walk through the door, pay your money, and you're in a club. You know, you have to um, make an investment, um, come to a workshop, come to a party, come to the debrief. And I think that probably weeds out a lot of tie kickers. I had no idea what to expect on my first time. I just, it was just... Um, quite the eye-opening experience for me. And, and honestly, it could have been a, one of a, a thousand different experiences uh, the, the first time I went. Um, so didn't really go in there with too many preconceived ideas other than I had no idea what to expect. I guess the hope for me that I wasn't going to be too freaked out um, or uh, too nervous or too shy uh, and... Most of the trepidation was how I would fit in um, with the, you know, everybody there. Um, so I would hope that I wasn't going to freeze or be so uncomfortable that I couldn't cope with it uh, or not being able to engage with other people that were there. And how's that working out for you? That's working out really well. <laughs> That's working out really well. Um, I mean, the, the first party was that we, that we went to and the first party that I've ever been to, um, you feel a little bit like a... Um, I'll get a bit, bit like a crow or a magpie. You go, oh, shiny thing over there, and oh, shiny thing over there, and oh, shiny thing over there, and you hear noises, and you look over, and you see things going on, and so it was very distracting. So I didn't really know, you know, where it was going to turn. Um, and as we uh, wandered the scenes, the people who were running it were really engaging and really friendly. And I got to try some stuff that I never got to try before that I was interested, and that that hooked me right from the word go. Um. Oh well. Uh, I'm not sure what I was expecting, but it's definitely exceeded those expectations. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 
I was very nervous when I came along to the workshop, um, so much so that I wasn't sure I would be able uh, to talk, but mm. um, I was. Uh, and it, the guided and kind of exercises and conversations and having basically a whole room of very nervous people. Some people were really excited, but most people were really nervous. I think made me feel um, more comfortable. And the fact that it's all stages of the process are really well uh, facilitated. Um, so you're not ever really left on your own. And that's, I think, quite comforting. It means you can go at your own pace um, and everyone's very supportive and lovely. Did that answer the question? It's funny. I was having a conversation with a girl. We were sitting on the stage and um, there was four people pretty much having a great time in front of us. And I'm, I'm just watching. I like to watch. And I'm watching. And then and she's watching. And then we just turn to each other. And at the, basically at the same time we were thinking, this is just so incredibly normal. Like there's nothing. And I didn't. It's not like I expected it to be sleazy. And it certainly isn't sleazy. But I, I guess I was surprised that it, it, it is so, um, you know, it's basically people having all manner of intimacy, you know, in front of you. And it's kind of like, oh, yeah. There's a joke we sometimes make within curiosity. We say, come for the sex party, stay for the self-development. This saying refers to the idea that curiosity looks like a sex party on the outside. Actually, curiosity looks like a sex party on the inside, too. But it's come to be about so much more, and I admit that I initially underestimated just how much self-growth and self-development would flow from it. I asked our participants what they thought about the personal growth side of things. Uh, yeah, surprise, I grew up. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Can I ask, what have you learned, or what have you discovered about yourself, or what has it taught you? Uh, how to be comfortable with myself. Um, how to see myself, like, without judgment. The, the, those are words that you hear all the time when people talk about, like, mindful meditation and all that sort of stuff. Um, they're they're yeah. huge. Um, they're, they're huge concepts to be comfortable with yourself and be without judgment. Yeah. Can you say a little more? Yeah. Um, oh, God. <laughs> so I, I've been struggling with depression my whole life. Um, I and a lot of that's got to do with self-judgment um, and the way that I would talk to myself and stuff like that um, this community that um, Curiosity has exposed me to is full of amazing people that show me that I didn't have to talk to myself that way um, and that self-judgment is often the worst Like it's the harshest thing that we do to ourselves um, yeah. Yeah. So am I right in thinking that the quality of the people in the community has sort of slowly but surely helped you to yeah. undo that? Yeah. Um, not just that. It's the guided workshops around curiosity as well. Um, a lot of the stuff that you've done. Um, I know that you put a lot of thought and effort into your workshops. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's sort of helped me to the way that you talk about um sex and how to talk to your partners about sex it's something i've never been exposed to before like we're all taught to talk nicely right but you actually gave us a framework in how to talk nicely to each other and here's the words that you can use all right so don't call them an asshole got it 
it seems so simple when you say it like that, but yeah, I, I know what you're saying. It's been like, I, so before I came to Curiosity, I struggled to talk to my partner about sex. Um, that took a while to change, but then one day I realized that I was just, it just changed like probably about over about six months after I'd come to Curiosity, I sort of woke up and not woke up, but actually, but like, yeah, I'm thinking about it one day, I'm like, oh, I actually don't have that hang up anymore. I can actually just talk about sex and like tell someone how I want to be fucked. Um, whereas before that, any time that I would think about how I wanted to be fucked, I was like so ashamed of that and so deeply horrified of it that it, yeah, <laughs> it kind of just went from, um, I just shut down. I just went, um, no, don't want to talk about it. It's got, oh, it's silly, it's silly, uh, whatever, whatever. I, or I just wouldn't talk about it. For me, it's come for the self-development and the sex party, if anything happens, is a bonus. Uh, so what self-development have you got now? Uh, so the ability to, for me to, uh, to push my boundaries a little bit, engage in stuff that I never thought I would en- engage in before, um, and... Well, I'm still testing the muscle of asking for what I want. There's a little bit more of that going on now. See, every party that I've gone to, it's stretched out a little bit more. Um, And uh, the ability to engage with other people was really fun as well. It's excellent. I think it's a wonderful catchphrase and it's accurate. Um, The debriefs um, after the parties, I think, are... They're really excellent in terms of providing a space for um, reflection uh, and also talking with other people who have attended the party and maybe talking about some things that you're a little bit unsure about, particularly in the cold light of day um, or some funny feelings that have come up and uh, talking with other people who maybe who have been through similar things in the past or who are really warm and really care about you as a person and that experience um, they really validate that as well as providing that space for reflection and feedback mm, yeah. great um what specific things have you learned about yourself or what 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 learnings have come from it or has, have there been ways that you've changed mm, yeah um i think a really big thing that i I'm still learning, uh, has been around saying no and getting comfortable saying no. This is huge and also transformative. (laughs) And knowing that this is a a place where um, you can say no and it will be listened to um, is, is something, it's still something that I'm learning, but I think it's a good skill to practice and to learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like a practice ground for saying no. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I hear you saying you're still learning it, but um, as best you understand it, what does it feel like to be in a space where you can say no? Uh, It's great. It's so liberating because it means that you're... If you have the space to say no, it means you're only saying yes to the things that you really want to do. And so I think that is wonderful. The first night that I went... um, I had an interaction with somebody and basically he and I just laid down and cuddled for an hour. Oh. Oh, seriously. Like, it could break my heart just thinking about it. And I, and I walked away thinking, oh, my God, I'm, like, desperate for cuddles. <laughs> I asked, what parts of the curiosity experience have been challenging or difficult? Do you know what? Not one thing. Maybe parking. Internally, not much. That's a very good question. 
at the start, it was my own body image and the fact of getting undressed or being partially unclothed or naked in front of people um, was tough. Uh, but with all the weird and wonderful shapes and sizes and clothing and quite the, the, the gamut that you get uh, at, at Curio uh, has helped lessen that a bit. Um, and not being scared to approach people as well. So that's still work in progress. Yeah, yeah. There is uh, an amazing array of body types and diversity on display, and there is something about that which is very normalising. Yep. M- maybe not challenging, but I think um, overwhelming. <laughs> Just seeing so many uh, people in the one room at the events, and there's so much going on, and there's so much um, to take in. I think can be quite overwhelming. It's also excellent. Have you ever felt judged or unwelcome at Curiosity? No. No, not at Curiosity. Nope. Completely the opposite. I have not felt unwelcome. No, actually, I'd have to say I don't think I've felt judged or unwelcome um, in all the times that I've been there. Uh, There would be, again, I'm very conscious of when scenes are playing, don't intrude in the scenes and try and keep a respectful distance. Um, There's no one that I've talked to who said, turn the shoulder and, and look the other way. Uh, so no, I wouldn't say I felt unwelcome. I wouldn't say that uh, I felt judged. Have you ever felt pressured to do anything you didn't want to do? No. Nope. No. No. I can't imagine it. <laughs> I'm going to tell a story about um, <laughs> my second party. I didn't feel super pressured, but it, it involves someone of the community who is quite... Um, Outspoken and I, I love it. I, I do. Um, I <laughs> I was wearing a zip-up dress, and I've never been super shy with my body, but I'm not like I wasn't. I still wasn't at the I'm going to wear my bra and panties stage. Um, I don't think I've ever really been at that stage. Um, but I wanted to show them my bra and panties because I have really nice underwear, um, and I unzipped the dress and. Uh, they've, as I went to zip it up, they've gone, no, 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 leave it, you're at a sex party. No, leave your dress unzipped. And it was, like, it was, I think it was a joke. Like, no, it yeah. was a joke. Um, but that was, that, that was my story about feeling pressured. Like, it wasn't, I wasn't really pressured. It was more like a, you're at a sex party, doll. You can be naked, sort of a reminder. Yeah, um, it's, it's funny. It sounds like uh, in, um, Looked at from one perspective, I imagine that was intended to be almost like supportive or yeah. encouraging. Yeah. But um, anything can be pressure. Yeah, exactly. I think if I, because I did see it as supportive on the night, um, and I, <laughs> like, it was more like a reminder. Oh yeah, I'm at a sex party. I can be naked. And then I was like, no, no, I'm, and I, and I did. I ended up zipping it back up, and um, there was no more mention of it. But uh, just, uh, shit, it was the first time that that person had met me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of, like, unexpected. Um, We are now very close friends. Um, So, yeah, it was just... I've never really felt pressured. Um, Yeah, I I can't say that there's been any particular incidents where I've had to... uh, Yeah, it's never been sleazy. Yeah. I asked, do you have any advice for new people? Talk to people. Uh, maybe sitting down next to someone who's sitting, perhaps if they're sitting in a couple um, or sitting by themselves, just sitting down next to them saying, hey, how's your night going? Um, or 
even if they've just packed up from doing something that you're interested in, go up and say, hey, that looked amazing. Can you tell me more about it? That sort of stuff. Um, most people in the community, well, pretty much everyone I talk to um, is very open to being talked to. Um, drink it all in. Just let it wash over you. So, so don't go in with any preconceived ideas or notions. Um, I found sitting and chatting with people and letting everything just wash over you and it's amazing how much you absorb uh, and how much energy you get out of it. Um, and certainly after that first um, party, the, uh, the feedback session afterwards, the debrief afterwards, I actually found was better than the actual party itself mm. uh, because it's the forum where you could actually express how you felt and your misgivings what you liked about it, what made you a little bit unsettled uh, and the interaction that you had with people. Uh, and I actually found that was really, really good. It was good to get a lot of that off my chest at the debrief. For a new person, I would say read. Um, if you know someone, talk to them. But um, otherwise, read through the website, read through the reviews that you've got and some of the articles that people have done when they've you know, visited. But then just do it that yeah, I mean, to borrow a Nike phrase, mm. I think just do it because it's, I don't, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but I kind of feel like I'd say to someone, it's nowhere near as scary as you would think. And once you get there, you'll wonder why you hadn't done it sooner, which I wonder why, but then I wouldn't have known the person that referred me if I hadn't met the other person who I only met a few months ago. So kismet, right? Uh, go along, do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but pace yourself. Have some people that you can check in with. Um, maybe sit out a couple of times during the night and just sit with, how am I feeling? How am I processing this? Am I going okay? Don't feel like you need to be involved in everything. You might want to be. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> have you been to other sex parties or kink events? How did they compare? I have been to some other kink events um, and I've been to a couple of, like twice to the swingers um, thing. Uh, I find them stereotypical um, and definitely, like, unapproachable people. Um, so the kink events that I went to were very much, we're really hard, look at me, I'm hard, um, which doesn't really interest me. Mm. Um, and yeah. By that you mean like hardcore? Yeah, like, like look at me, I can take a lot of pain or look at me, I can dish a lot of pain. Like, all right, but how is that sexy? Mm. Um, how does that contrast with the vibe at Curiosity? Uh, the people that I can see that are the biggest pain sluts are also the most approachable um, and the people that can dish it out are <laughs> fucking lovely. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, completely the opposite yeah it's very approachable I've been to a, a large scale um, swingers event a couple of times uh, and uh, the, the I found the atmosphere of that starkly different how so? Um, consent's not well practiced um, and there is pressure on those who attend to have sex the difference between that and Curio is obviously the consent's the, the, the big one. Um, also, I like Curio that you 
are not pressured to do anything that you don't want to do. You can go and observe, you can go and take part in some of the scenes that are, are taking, and it's a, and a, it's a myriad of different types of scenes that are running. So you're not under pressure to go there to hook up with somebody and to have sex, and that I really like. Because for me, there's, I like the discussing with people and the experimentation of things that aren't as overtly sexual as you might find at a swingers event. I um, have been to... Um, a sex club, not here, um, and uh, it was really quite stressful. Um, I got followed around by two men um, for most of the night. Um, one of them didn't talk to me at all, and the other one, after about 20 minutes, um, talked to me and asked me if I wanted to do things with him, and I said no, and then he continued to follow me for the rest of the night, and so that was not a fun experience at all. I am so uh, sorry. Yeah, no, uh, well, yeah. I left, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was, um, it made me really miss curiosity in that moment. I was like, this would never happen at curiosity. I wondered, as you probably did too, if there were any standout or memorable scenes or activities that they remember. I really liked my bimbo scene. I'm really enjoying watching um, people on the cross. Oh, electro play for me was a biggie. Electro play. Yeah, and that was in fact on my very first party uh, where there was just a display on and they had something that looked like a, like a little kettle prod. You know, we were putting our arm out and we were getting zapped and I got a real kick out of that. I was actually watching um, one of the people that was doing the flogging. I think she's learning. They were all doing this like dance of the art of the flog. I really like that kind of impact stuff. It is where um, you will maybe carve um, some ginger into the shape of, I don't know, a butt plug or a small or whatever size kind of inserting device and then you'll put it in the anus or the vagina and it, it um, stings quite a bit is my understanding. And the rope, the shibari, the guy that does the shibari rope, I'm fascinated by the rope. I just think that is just such a such an art there so the other night like um there was uh basically a foursome but the two girls had strap-ons that's something i'd never seen not even in porn and then one of the guys was um helping one of the girls learn the art of the thrust and i thought that was really that kind of made me chuckle a little bit because i'm like yeah that would be something that maybe females aren't you know where we haven't done it so much that we it was just a really interesting um thing and the lady with the pegs that's the one that's actually the one, yeah. Right. That was intense. But she had a variety of different shape pegs and the instruction was, you know, go up and put a peg on her. Um, so I put a few on and um, and then, yeah, I mean, she got up over 180 and then, um, you know, we'd been given a warning that she was going to be very vocal and it could be distressing or triggering, um, to which I was like, okay, I'm going in there because I want to see what that's about. And the... I've never seen anybody have a reaction to anything like it. Yeah, so that was my best scene by far. It was so much fun. <laughs> cool. Yep, I get it. There's a lot going on and lots to look at. I finished by asking these lovely folks if there was anything else they wanted to say that we hadn't already covered. Bianca starts by making you an offer. If people are ever like new at Curiosity, I, I love to chat to newbies. Um, I am a like I joked last week at the workshop, I was like, I'm a newbie hunter, but yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's like, 
Yeah. And, and by that you mean you love seeking out those conversations. Yeah. You. I love hearing about what's brought people there and yeah. um, sort of showing them that not everyone's oh, – like introducing them to people. Like if they're interested in something, um, I have been known to go, hey, I know someone that you might – that might sort of flow with that idea. And, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm glad I got dragged along to the workshop. Um, I've had um, a thoroughly enjoyable time. There's still lots of work that I need to do developing-wise, and uh, for me that will take time. But it's a really good environment. Um, it's a really safe space. Uh, the energy for the people there are just fantastic. So that's all I have. I think if this is something that you've thought about and that you're interested in, um, I would recommend um, coming along. It's a really uh, well-structured environment, and there's no pressure... To, to do anything. If you attend the initial workshop and you really feel uncomfortable and like it's not for you, you can drop out at that point. Like you don't have to go and do anything more than you're comfortable with. And I think that is the same for any um, stage that you get to in coming to Curiosity. Um, I am really looking forward to seeing, uh, as I said earlier, how my journey um, in exploring kind of sexuality and relationships and um, communication goes. I can, I just think it's going to be positive from here on in. Um, and I would really hope the same for anyone else who is interested or wants to come along. Um, I mean, I'm not a religious person, but I would say, thank God it's there. Um, Why? Because I just think that people need safe places where they can be. Um, I think there's probably not enough of it. I think there's so much hate and judgment in the world that, um, you know, that is affecting people who are just trying to live their lives the best they can. And I think without places like that, um, and I'm a true believer in do what you want as long as you're not hurting anybody else. And it's really not for anybody to judge what that is if nobody's getting hurt. Um, So I just think, yeah, I mean, yeah, if only there were more places where people felt that accepted and you can just be whoever you are and that's okay and well actually it's more than okay I mean it's probably loved by the other people in the community. So that's what those four people think of their time at Curiosity. I guess I want to acknowledge that even though I think that these folks are fairly representative of what a lot of people experience, individual mileage may vary. We're all different human beings with different challenges and opportunities, so we'll all experience things differently. The basic structure of Curiosity begins with a half-day workshop where we make sure that you're well prepared for the party. This includes giving you theory and practical exercises on things like working out what you do and don't want, asserting your boundaries, and how to communicate in depth about intimate exchanges. Then, for most people, the play party itself is a week later. You have to be on time so that we all start together with a few plenary things and a tiny bit of ritual. The party then goes for three hours. Finally, we come back together the day after the party to discuss and integrate what we've experienced. You heard people speaking about the importance of these discussions. They're very rich and some people come along just for the Sunday discussions. If you're interested, do a search for Curiosity Play Party or check the show notes for the link. 
In a future episode, I plan to interview the other hosts of the party and get a bit of a behind-the-scenes perspective. Thanks for listening. Hey friends, I'm interrupting with a favour to ask. I create this podcast for free because I like spreading the good word of sex positivity. I actually really dig it, and if anyone wants to pay me just to make this podcast, I'd be so on board with that. But in the meanwhile, I have a favour to ask. For every 10 episodes you listen to, please think about one episode that might appeal to one person in your life, and send them a message suggesting that they have a listen. This is not like an actual contract between us, of course, because you didn't get any say in it. Um, But you'd be really helping the cause if you're willing to get on board with that. Thanks.